What's good, people? It's your boy, Icarus Gray. And this is Gray Area Anime, the most wonderful podcast of your day. And we are back with another one. I said back with another one. Kirby says, It's dangerous to go alone. So I choose you guys to go on this journey of all things anime, gaming, and everything nerddom in between with me. Uh, for those of you that know that I make music, my album Gray Matter is also out on all of your DSPs. Wherever you listen to your music, go listen to my album. I guarantee you it'll be a wonderful soundtrack uh, for whatever you got going on. We back. Uh, shout out to the No Random Reason podcast that I also do in the Bob Steady Girl podcast because I just be podcasting everywhere. Uh, I'm glad to be back. I have a bit of a... Uh, surprise as well i'm pretty sure you guys like there have been so many episodes that there's a blatant uh something missing there's been like a a gap if you will um the executive producer prima diva is back guys (laughs) oh i was the gap yeah you were missing oh missing in action there what yeah, I, I know. It was crazy. Well, I'm glad you found me. I, I am too. Well, hello, crazy, everyone. You it's, know, it's good to be back. It's crazy. Like, it took, like, you know, over a year to get you to do some work on this here podcast oh and actually executive produce something. Serena's always trying people, to steal you. Do you want to tell the people what I've been doing over that past, you know, year and a half or whatever the heck it's been? Uh, going? I mean, pussyfooting around mostly. Wow. You know? Wow. That's what's been going on. The disrespect. <laughs> That's what's been happening. That's it's just out out happening. of control. I have not. I didn't abandon you, dear listeners. Hey, listen. Okay. Yeah, I yeah. literally hey, have been working my hide off. Wow. Exactly. And that's what I you're really gonna don't say. That. I don't care what you believe. I care what they believe. Yeah, I don't believe that. I don't care what you believe. So, what we're here to talk about today? It took me a while, but I finally got to see uh the second movie in what will most undoubtedly go down uh as the best spider-man trilogy when it's completed um i got finally got to see across the spider-verse that's not even big words it's not even like into the spider-verse alone you know people is like top 10 animation or oh agreed cartoon movies of all time period Hands down. Like, unarguable. Yeah. Like, at least on this podcast. <laughs> I don't care what podcast. <laughs> no, you I'm go just on. saying, like, don't come, don't will, come up I here will with argue it. you into Thanos Dust Oblivion. Oh, my God. If you want to play with me about this movie. I'm just saying, you know um, how people ride for their Spider Man. You can ride for whoever you want to ride saying. for. You just, if you ain't on the right team, if you ain't on that <laughs> double M team, you wrong. <laughs> Like, you're just wrong. Just wrong. Um, But what I want to do is I want to talk about the movie. I want to talk about our impressions. I want to, like, re-emphasize the importance of um, 
how big Spider-Man is to me. So why I argue that? So I'm yeah, I'm biased, but I'm gonna be biased, and you can argue with your mama because if you try to argue with me, you're just gonna take a L. Just period. Because uh, whoever your favorite character is, I guarantee you, there's just not the same uh, drip. <laughs> there's not the same uh, cachet. Uh, yeah. uh, yeah. There's not the same, you know, level of class or even just overall goodness. Mm. You know, like you got moments. You know, everybody got moments because they 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 gotta they gotta spice it up and you know. Um, you got to get back in black and everything else. But Spider-Man is is is, is dope. So we're going to focus. <laughs> oh, yeah. We're going to focus. We're going to focus. Come on. Hey, listen. Get it together. Uh, okay. Hi. Mm-hmm. Get it together. Yeah. That's what I heard. Was um, but, yeah. High. So we're going to talk about... <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about uh, the movie, our impressions, things that we liked. Uh, this will be spoiler full. Like I'm, I'm not holding back because it's been like four weeks. It took me forever to see this movie. Uh, I'm not even gonna cap with you. I'm telling you right now on the front end, it's gonna be spoilers. So if you haven't seen the movie, you just you gotta go see it and then skip come this back episode, here. bro. Come back after uh, you watch it. Or just, just or just skip to uh, when we have our conversation about uh, Bleach, a thousand year blood war arc has uh, come back. The second uh, tour or core court, whatever it's called, is back. We also watched that. We're going to give our first impressions on that uh, at, towards the end of the episode. Um, and then you'll get the actual breakdown with me and DJ just insane uh, at some point because I'm, I'm going to like rewatch and, and take notes and do all that other stuff. Anyway. Hmm. So, mm-hmm. let's start with overall thoughts on the movie. Okay. Uh, what did you think? I, I'll let you go first. All right. Um, so, I'm, whenever I watch a movie, I'm primarily watching for the perspective of someone who writes, watches, participates in making movies. So, I'm looking at it from the perspective of, of just like the movie itself, not necessarily from an a you know, comic book or anything else, right? This movie was mm. solid. It was very good. Mm. The character development was great. The animation was ridiculously awesome. Yeah. I totally got Mob Psycho vibes at, during some of the parts, like just because of the changes and the choices that they were making. And I loved the choices that they made in terms of the animation. I loved how creative and like exciting it was to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, their choices in terms of the shots they used. I mean, just everything about the movie, just it was just well done. I mean, um, it, it gives me the the same feeling I get whenever there's a, a game that like, you know, everything for everything everybody said about Zelda, like they they delayed, they delayed, they, they delayed, but they did the right thing. Like when it yeah. came to you, it was ready. It was ready to actually come to you. And that's kind of how this movie felt for me. It felt like they took their time. They and and they didn't leave anything. Mm. They didn't. They didn't leave me uh, with any glaring holes. I wasn't upset <laughs> about anything, as you know. I have a tendency to get upset whenever someone drops the ball on, like whether it's the character or, or the yeah, plot. But or, most times, I think that's you know, like either just and there was no from most people's perspective. I think that when that that happens, that's either from either. Uh, a lack of understanding in terms of like what comic book they're pulling from because sometimes like I just you, think it's laziness because um, even well or rushing or it, both there can be some of that but I think the 
I'm talking about like upset feelings. So a lot of times, especially I've seen like with the MCU, stuff that upsets you is normally stuff that they either are gonna work out because it's comic book movies, so they're gonna like bring people back to all sorts of stuff. Um, there are parts of it that could be lazy, but I think a lot of times it's either not being able to do the full uh, run of a comic series or, or something like that. But anyway, I was just thinking more in terms of just what upsets me overall with movies. Like, okay. and so, like I said, everything about this movie, I really, really enjoyed. I really enjoyed oh, it. Okay. You brought it back around. Uh, it just, I just, now you ain't got nothing to say. No, you made me feel like say. I said too much. And now, now it's your turn. And you well, ain't got nothing to say. I was there and I was transitioning back, but you were like, I'm going to finish saying what I was saying, which is what I was trying know, to do. Uh, wow. But I'm back for the disrespect, you guys. That's the only reason he keeps me around. Let's let's just let's keep it a buck. All right. Um, so what I enjoyed about the movie most in a lot of different ways is the authenticity. Mm. And like you said, the patience that they took um in making this there were so many different things that they handle with such care um what i've realized about this movie is this is the spider-man for everybody Mm. um because even though that uh peter b parker is in the movie and you know we get to see mayday and everything like that it's not based and 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 focused on the Peter Parker variant Spider-Man. Right. And it hasn't been since the first movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you, like I said, we do have the variations, but the central core would be Miles and Gwen. Which I love. And, you know, if you extrapolate even further in terms of like this movie, um, you'll think, you know, uh, Spider-Punk, um, Spider-Man India, like all these characters that so are not good. Peter Parker. And right. I think that allows everybody that comes into the movie to find themselves. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even the antagonist uh, being Miguel O'Hara, that's another like non-Peter Parker Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, Jessica Drew. Yeah. You know, and it's was executed so well. Um, Spider Punk, for example, they just had Daniel. I can't say his last name because okay, that's fine. But him, that you guy. know, uh, <laughs> no disrespect. From the, the guy from Mr. Get Daniel. the black guy from Get Out. Uh, you like that guy? He's he's great. He was. They were like, just talk how you talk. Mm-hmm. And that's why there's like an authenticity to it. It wasn't like, hey, portray this character. It was be yourself. Bring bring yourself to this character. Yeah, like, bring yourself like, to yeah. this character and bring that mm, that quality that you can't get if you're trying to like just read lines from a script. And I think that that was fun. And like the way that they handle just Spider Punk alone takes so much time because I've been seeing all these different things. Like there are so many people who are studying. Um, just his animations alone and the fact that they fit with this character, how uh, a lot of the characters, I guess this might sound more uh, in your language, like are animated on one and there are characters that are animated on two, um, but he was animated on three. So that's like, I think every third beat, like 
then he moves or third frame third frame third frame yeah uh then he moves or like he changes and they were like everything is the anarchy that is spider punk and to be so intentional whether it's that whether it's the color changes of however gwen's feeling and you seeing those colors in her hair and the, the the pastels and how much her suit and and how much like that matters in her world and getting her back backstory um was amazing because this these two movies are like the pinnacle of when i was collecting comics i'm gonna get back to it at some point and maybe do like reviews and stuff there are like so many different <laughs> stories and I, I i am back at a loss for knowing not knowing really where to start uh but so if you have any suggestions make sure you leave those in the comments below just saying all right but um this was just it it blew me out of the water it 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 put me in the happiest place that i always am when i'm watching these spider-man movies it makes me want more it makes me uh feel heroic it makes me feel good it makes me mad that i know the story um (laughs) Why? Because it, it does it change the way you enjoy well, it? Well, because what they're doing currently, it, it doesn't change how I enjoy it because I love the ultimate Spider-Man run. Um, I'm not necessarily a fan of some of the newer stories, but they are holding Miles Morales' story very close. And they're telling the ultimate version of his story in... You know, in, in a couple different ways, in making him the central focus of the Spider-Verse as, as opposed to Peter Parker uh, and all the other uh, Spider-People that we got introduced to, um, they basically, you know, especially in the first movie, it was a one-to-one. Now they're kind of expanding upon that and talking about his existence and everything else, which is something that uh, he dealt with um, a couple times, you know, here and there. Uh, and I think expounding on this world and his story and like not divvying too much from what uh, Brian Michael Bendis originally wrote for him has really paid off for them. Mm. Um, Sony can be hit or miss. Like currently right now, they are, you know, amazing with uh, working with, I believe, Insomniac. Uh to make the Spider-Man games and then mm-hmm. the movies in and of themselves uh, have just been stellar. Um, and this movie was, you know, no exception to that rule in terms of what they got going on. I'm, I'm more than super hyped for beyond the Spider-Verse. And then I'm just above the moon for the Miles Morales movie. Um, like, I don't, I don't really know. My, my head is going to explode. Like I am as hype as I was for black Panther. trust and believe like for every like i didn't i didn't get dressed up i you know we 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 dressed in all black in solidarity for it but for this like listen same yeah i'm probably gonna show out and i mean and let me tell you guys right now i did not know that they were not going to solve every problem at the end (laughs) of the movie okay i thought this was just like a Kind of like the first one. It was the standalone with with hints. You know, they were going to leave you hints as to where they were going to start in the second movie. Not. 
not a cliffhanger. Okay. 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 I did not expect that. I was not ready. Okay. So when we got to the end and, and, and of course, of course, Icarus knows what's happening. He knows where this is going. He can tell we've been here this amount of minutes. It's going to be over soon. I am at a complete loss. I am angry with my stupid spoiling from the dumb streaming platforms like Netflix that entice me to freaking keep watching because my patience has started to get lower. Okay. So, so as soon as I saw the, the to be continued, I was like, what is this? What do you mean? I mean, it, it just reminded me of how, um, audiences have changed and like how we're just like how we you know um how we consume stories uh differently (laughs) based on the platform and i appreciated them for that because the ending was fantastic i'm i'm i mean just so hyped for the next one but yeah yeah i thought you know it there was so much packed into this movie um to make not dalmatian spot what? I was about to call him Dalmatian, but uh, but Spot as a villain. Oh yeah, Spot um, is crazy. Was good. Yeah, he's I, awesome. I enjoyed just the simplicity of the Spider-Man villain. Like none, no villain majority of the time has a real good reason for hating the hero. No, like at all. But yeah, but building it up the way that they did and setting it up in a way that's kind of like. Most, I'm pretty sure he's going to shift. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's going to end up helping. Or again, Miles is going to want to help him in some kind of way I because so. that's Miles. But that's also the the key to being Spider-Man. And, you know, the twist being that <laughs> they spent the whole movie basically saying that uh, Miles was the Nexus event. Like, if you've watched uh, Loki, then you mm-hmm. know what a Nexus event is. And basically, he was never supposed to be Spider-Man. And He's the him, variant. therefore, being Spider-Man has caused all of these different problems. Yeah. And at the end, um, he's trying to get back because he realizes that his uh, canon event, because they talk about these canon events, the things that are supposed to happen to make you Spider-Man, um, is that whenever somebody becomes the police captain, if they're related to Spider-Man, they die. And that would mean that his dad was going to die. And and the whole movie is basically him being like, well, why don't we even get to just try? Right. Like, why are we accepting these things just as they are? Our job is to try and save people. You know, we can figure the rest of it out. But why we have to be heroes? Like, my sacrifice is everything. I like how meta that is, too, in terms of, like, they're you know they're challenging the the sequence of events and the the story the standard story as we've come mm-hmm. to know it and expect it you know so it's kind of an indictment i think on the audience too as well as the the create you know the creators and the writers like mm-hmm. why do we constantly expect our heroes to fail in this way why do we have to have them lose someone so close for us to trust that they can grow and become stronger and be the Spider-Man we want them to be. What, what, and, and I think it it's, I, I think it's telling just because I was so like, please let him actually make it. 
you know, mm-hmm. while also halfway expecting that maybe he won't just because the stories have gotten so pessimistic in that way. Like I've, I've become almost used to that. If we're talking about Spider-Man specifically, um, and that I, I mean, I'm, I'm a scholar on that. <laughs> uh, what I can speak to in regards to that is it's an easy and I'm not going to call it lazy. No, it's, it's just lazy. more of an easy, but it's just it's an easy way to free our hero up to doing the things that they need to do. So when we overcomplicate, so prime example. So Superman, Lois Lane. Superman, Lois Lane, I can't think of the boy that he works with at the Daily Bugle or whatever. Uh but him, the the <laughs> Johnny or whoever his name is. Like, you got a couple people. Like, his mom, you know, you you have a short amount of people that we have to, like, worry about or think that a villain is going to mess with because ain't nobody going out to Kentucky or wherever he's from majority of the time, right? When you talk about Spider-Man in terms of New York, in terms of all of these different connections, and you think about the greater Marvel universe, Spider-Man, because he is the person that he is, is connected. And a lot of the time, if we're not able to like kind of start centralizing the focus, um, you, the responsibility of a nerd getting a certain level of power and having to understand the responsibility of that. And so it's easy in a lot of ways, but that's like a defining maturity moment. Because a lot of people don't just make the decision to not use their powers or or to use their powers for whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Brian Michael Bendis in and of himself really broke that mold with Peter, or not Peter, but with Miles. With Miles. And yeah, he does still have basically his Uncle Ben moment. <laughs> he does. Um, and it's just with Peter and then later on with his mom in the comics currently. Uh, I do feel like that's what they're leading up to because him and his mom had way too many conversations and it could be a red herring to the fact that of the people who have read the comics um, and maybe, you know, I know you were saying you hope that that both of them gets to survive, but I'm, I'm just pretty positive. They're just going to do a little switcheroo and, and something's going to happen to his mom or something like that. That would suck, man. Um, I mean, it, it, I mean, it's comic book accurate. It would suck, but it would just be comic book accurate to the ultimate true. story that they've been telling. Because his uh, his Uncle Aaron, you know, in the first movie on Prowler, is already gone. Yeah, but um, that made yeah. sense. Yeah. It did. It made it, sense. And, it, I, and I, for because the way that, the way that I'm seeing this used like and and kind of to the point that you just made about it freeing up the character right like now you don't have a, a physical person to be mm-hmm. your moral compass you've got to take on that role and mature yeah, and, and be that moral yeah, compass I get that but I still think I mean like can't like for once can we please do it differently <laughs> like just this one time can we please like just because um, he is only 15 he keeps trying to say i'm an adult i'm an adult i'm an adult i'm an adult that's another like tr- weird trope to me it's like 15 is not an adult my friend like i know you're doing big things and you are saving the world and stuff you're doing you're doing big guy things this is true 
but that doesn't mean that you are like an adult. Like you still got stuff to learn, and I, you know. Okay, so mm. at this point, I think I'm gonna pull out my just and not nostalgia, but the general connection. So the reason why Spider Man works so much better than other superheroes for me in terms of being at the top of my list is the every man at that age mm-hmm. yeah. hero. Yeah. Um, yeah, we got older Peter Parker and all that stuff, but the reason people connect is behind that mask, the confidence. Mm-hmm. The jokes, the sarcasm, all of these things that you just generally connect with. And so, hmm, how am I trying to break this down? Basically, what we're dealing with is this. Yeah, it would be great. But the reality of who Spider-Man is versus like how Batman reacts to stuff is always going to be genuine and authentic. And when you're in that space of being, you know, a nerdy kid or whatever and getting joked at about it, like it's it's getting better. It's a lot better than anything what it was when I was coming up. But the thing about it is dealing with the adversity, dealing with the trials and tribulations and everything is what endears Spider-Man to so many more people than any of the other superheroes. And, yeah, you can have it, but then it stops speaking for those of us that don't or those that don't have that, that have, you know, um, uh, a rough situation going on. It's the genuineness and the goodness of Spider-Man in terms of who he is as a character that kind of propels us through because it's more authentic to something. It's not like Superman, like I'm an alien who's stronger than you and I just choose to be good. It's I got these powers like I can lose, even though I'm like super strong comparatively to like a lot of the Avengers and so many other people. But I don't want to lose the people that matter to me. I don't want to lose this situation that's going on. Like I, I have to be real and authentic. And we laugh all the time because I think in Spider Man, uh, Spider or in No Way Home, Jamie Fox makes the joke that he thought Spider Man was black from <laughs> Brooklyn or whatever. Uh, he is from Brooklyn. Um, mm. wait, is he from Brooklyn? Or is he from Queens? Mm. He's from Brooklyn. He's from Brooklyn. He's from Brooklyn. Okay, Excuse I was me. about to look it up. <laughs> um, and the reason that is is because when you think about where Spider-Man protects and the things that he does, um, you just get kind of like this life. You just get kind of this instant. It could be me. You know, like, nobody feels like, okay, my billionaire, you know, family is, like, I'm just going to become Batman. Um, Nobody feels like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm from another world. And in, in a real way, like, this being on this world is going to make me stronger than everybody. It's like, no, I kind of feel like a real person who just, like, what would I do with powers? What would I do if, if if given the opportunity and given the chance? And if given the chance to actually save people and do things better and do things in a really good way, that's when you end up with just this amazing movie. And like I said, I want a whole bunch of spoilers here because I just got to gushing about how much I love the movie. But <laughs> um, like I, I can't wait. I think it's like it's singularly the 
the best writing that is available given the circumstances of Hollywood not wanting to pay folks. <laughs> and that's and saying that a changes lot. Me too. Very, very soon because yeah, it you know. Yeah, but that but that's saying a lot. Yeah. For that movie to be that good, <laughs> given everything that's going on, that team is 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 amazing. I mean they got so, it done mad early. I, it would have been what a year, two years ago, at this uh, point, they would have had the right and done and animate, been animating all that time. They've so, been yeah. doing it, I think, for about five years. Yeah, so said. like, yeah, so the script would have been solid. Yeah, three or four years ago. So yeah, um, but the yeah. writing is phenomenal. If you haven't seen it, highly recommend go check it out. Yeah, uh, yeah, go see that, and then we only have to wait uh, a little over a year before. Beyond the Spider Verse, and then I'm not sure on the Miles Morales movie. I I really need for all of this writer stuff to be resolved because uh, if y'all messed that up, we I got mean to I fight. feel like if they were smart, they would have got they probably already got like the the third script in the can. Like if they were no if, no no like, no no, no, no. the third smart. script I know was in the can. I'm yeah. talking about the live action Miles Morales movie. Oh yeah, no, so you know <laughs> I don't need I don't need that being messed yeah. up because I will fight. Yeah. Like I will literally fight, yeah. Because I, I, I was so giddy at Civil War, just Spider Man popping up and it being like, no, that is Spider Man. Like it's not, you know, teenage. I don't. I like Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. As much as I love those movies, like I'm not connecting with you when I look at you. Versus hearing Tom Holland and seeing Tom Holland and being like, that's Peter. At the age he should be at, at the age that like connects with more people and like looks like they're trying to build something off of that. So I just hope they get all stuff done because really excited for that. It was an amazing movie. Um, I love seeing all different Spider Man. A couple of my favorite Spider Man were in the movie. Like, um, uh, was it Spider Man Unlimited? I think it's Spider Man Unlimited, which was like the kind of the future Spider-Man, which is like Miguel O'Hara, but it's actually Peter Parker with like a nano suit or whatever. Yeah. And that was like one of my favorite uh, Spider-Man at the time because especially like the nano suit. Like I just... Nanotech in MCU or just Marvel in general or anything makes me so happy. It's crazy. (laughs) Like, it's just like, oh, I can have a cool suit that changes and does all this other stuff or whatever. Um, But yeah, so... As well as there were a couple others. I loved hearing uh, Issa Rae voice. Um, uh, just Jessica Drew. Drew. Like yeah. I really loved her in that role. She <laughs> killed it. Like she was hilarious the yeah, whole it was time. Good. And I, again, like they are very unapologetic about leaning into the different race Spider Man. Yeah, that was so cool. Like it was so cool. It, it's. Not something that you get a lot. No. And I appreciated it from a grandstanding. So so we don't make this episode like super duper duper long. We'll make it about 10 more minutes longer. Uh, let's get into talking about Bleach being back. Uh, you can espouse any theories or things that you have. Because I, I know you got nothing. Some. Because I foolishly, I told myself at the end of last season I was going to read. And I didn't, I have not had time. You guys, you, you have no idea. Oh my goodness. So I have not read. And so when I, I'm coming back into this, I forgot um, Ishida was like anti. I mean, I knew 
Okay, I knew he was the enemy, but still, mm-hmm. I'm still kind of like, what is he really doing here? I'm still super suspicious of that. I I know that they're gonna hold Ichigo hostage until, in terms of him actually being able to participate in the war, until the absolute last gosh darn minute. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not necessarily. I mean, I'm looking oh, forward yeah, to seeing yeah, his yeah, training, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I really per- like. I'm not looking forward to like all these fights. I, oh, I am, sorry. but I, I'm scared. I, I don't mean to just make you pause, but. <laughs> I can't wait to hear him say those words. Oh my Uh, god, I love, I love his dual wielding. I'm just, I'm, I'm super excited. Well, that's not gonna happen till like late. No, I know, like the end, and I'm not like, I'm upset about that. I mean, you get a couple panels. You get a couple, I think, chapters. Of, like, but that but fight. one thing but, I am yeah. going to say is I'm happy. Like, I, I, we've talked about this kind of before, maybe not on the podcast, but like how shows are and movies are intended to condense, uh, mm-hmm. whereas novels are usually to expand. I love that they're doing the opposite here because manga often has, mm. like, it usually does condense a lot of information in these panels. Uh. And so I like that they're, I like that we're getting more time with people. Well, the, the bigger thing is like, and and there's a lot of disputes about whether or not Kubo had time to finish or whether he wanted to finish or whether they were rushing him and whether he was feeling sick. All these mm-hmm. different uh, theories that he's either debunked or had conversations about. They know what this is. Yeah. Like, again, I repeat to you, if you are a new listener and you've never heard me say this before, the big three is One Piece, Naruto, and because they changed a lot, you do not get Jujutsu Kaisen without Bleach. <laughs> hey, listen. You do not get a lot of you know you don't really get Black Clover without Bleach and Naruto and 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 like One Piece. Now, granted, if you want to trump time. that and say. I mean, I'm yes, but Clover, like that—that's like Black Clover. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've said their amalgamation or their combination before, but yeah. either way, if you want to go back to Dragon Ball Z, if you want to say Yu Yu Hakusho, trust and believe. Bleach is the still numbers. the one that you're getting um, entranced by, and so we're back. We're back, like with uh, the continuation of where we left off last time, which was Ichigo getting his. Uh, true Zangetsu, his dual Zangetsus uh, that houses all of his power, his hollow power and his Shinigami power um, and Ichibei comes to talk to him and he's like, yep, you gotta train and you're you know not currently ready yeah. to do this. The thing mm-hmm. about it and I guess I don't want to get into spoiler territory with you but I like mm, kind of want to have some conversations okay so the big thing that is going on currently that is kind of a parallel between um, Ichigo and Uryu is the mm, the inheriting of a throne. So mm, that's true. if you're looking at Uryu in terms of Yuhabak and him getting the letter a and basically being the successor because the will of D. he was um supposed to be that way yeah and i have to go and check to make sure because i don't think it was in the manga that the the reason he chose him which it makes sense 
currently is because there's something about him, and he was the only Quincy out of all of them that didn't die. And mm-hmm. it's not like Ree wasn't a, a pure Quincy. I mean, yeah. he wasn't like from the his father and his his mom was the maid, and yeah, she wasn't like full. Uh, she wasn't royal yeah. in that sense, but he's full Quincy. Yeah. Like, it's not a, you know, a, a, a guess. So, like, trying to figure out why that didn't happen to him is something I'm interested in, in learning more about. And I don't remember whether or not it was in the manga. It's something I'm probably going to read and catch up to here. Because I'll get back to reading here uh, soon as well. Um, and then you have Ichigo on the same hand where everybody's having these conversations with him about stuff with the Soul King. And the fact that they're worried about the level of power. Because, because he might not be able to come back if, if his he's powers. having a conversation with him, and it's just the the details and the specifics mm, of the words that I they're saying that. is about okay to beat you, Habak, the son of the Soul King. Like you gotta be, the, you the gotta, soul king. <laughs> you have to be in a certain level of power, which yeah. is which is what they're alluding to. Yeah. Um. So, that, like I said, that's not too much of a spoiler because they're being very blatant about it. Um. The foreshadowing is is really uh, like uh, you uh, just kind of have to. This is a great know. like this is a podcast about foreshadowing because um, both these the movie and the show yeah great about it great great about it amazing. And so you pick up on these little points and there's all these little new scenes like there's these new Wake Mundo stuff there's. Uh, seeing um the uh, oh my gosh. The um, what are they called? The bankai, uh, not the bankai, the Zampacto? uh, no. the hollow. The, oh, yeah, you're talking about the um, golly, why is my brain freezing? Uh, but <laughs> them is too. So, so you see, them. All of them. who is them? Describe them, it'll help. Um, it won't because I can't remember nobody I, outside of love, I can't remember nobody's name, and that's you know, I remember all the, the not black the, people, not the names. substitute Shinigami. No, no, not no, them. no, no, I'm not talking about Genjo. Those are substitute. Those are, uh, oh my gosh, terrible things. Great arc in terms of dealing with Ichigo and, and his pain, but, uh, golly. Anyway, as I get so caught up in everything, but like seeing them, uh, seeing, um, the, the visors. Visards, yes. Thank yeah. you, thank you, thank you. Or the wizards, or whatever however you want to call them. Um, <laughs> thank you. Uh, so them, so seeing Shinji and, and, and everybody else again um, was great. Like, the conversation that um, the commander has with them uh, is similar to the manga. I know it was there. And they've done that, I think, maybe twice. Where they've come to, like, talk to them about, like, if Ichigo, you know, can't come back. The other part about them in having that conversation that I can't remember whether or not they clarified is telling that th- their response is basically the friends who think about Ichigo is like, Ichigo is always going to be the same. Like, if you think that he's not going to want to come back, if you think that you're going to be able to stop him from coming back, you yeah, trip your mind. Yeah. Like, because he's not who, like, He's not who you're trying to make him out to be, and you know that that's yeah, you know he's, he's consistent not sit in that way. No throne room. Um, that's not him. Also, like the tonal shift in how 
serious. Um, the Thousand Year Blood War arc has been like the um, the gruesomeness, the the realness of the fact that this is a war. Mm-hmm. Um, while dealing with all of these different characters and 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 like their responses to it, the intro. Oh my God, they back in their intro bag. It was so beautiful because I love the tiles. I love it. They are um, exquisite at giving away the plot while not giving away the plot like everybody else oh, does. Yeah. I like in terms of the showdowns, yeah. like the way that they chose to do that with the basketball game. Yeah. Uh the the uh the rap battle. Like yeah, and you'll know what funny. I'm talking about when you see it. If you haven't seen it yet, you'll know what uh, I mean. Like that's just that was just so my favorite creative. part about it was the Rocky dropping the flowers off of the bridge. I don't know what that's in reference to. Unahana. I thought so. I was so sad I mean, about that. Yeah, so I thought that was cool because his fight is coming up soon. Um, and once his fight, whenever his fight comes up, the, Ichigo's introduction is very shortly after that. Oh. Uh, for a specific reason that is so amazing. That, that is, that's I can't so wait. Great. There's so much, there's so much going on um, with this. I'm, I'm very, very hyped about it. But yeah, it. it's been really dope. The animation, bro, like, so was so freaking good what i i mean and they're not wasting time either because i thought i'd at least get the first full episode before people just ready to start popping it off but no 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 end of the first episode you guys we are back in this war i'm like did they bury everybody i told you i told you i told you from the beginning there was no like i i don't know you you forget and then you allow them to (laughs) lull you back in yes and i tell you every time i'm like no there's no, no there's, there's no, no like there's especially no not from here mm-hmm. like from here on it's just gonna be a lot of frustrating fights that you like wait what wait what wait what and one thing i will always credit anime with being able to do so expertly well mm-hmm. is do a crazy information dump in the middle of an epic fight oh yeah well mm. Like I'm I mean, they will. They will. I'm just it, saying but, yeah. they 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 like to drop bombs while they For dropping sure. bombs. That's all I'm saying. Um, but yeah, this first episode was dope. Like I said, you got so much new information or or so many new shots all in the first episode. I'm ready to see the second episode only because I want to see if they keep the quality up because that's kind of been you know the quality was consistent. Oh, but a lot of the times, first, yes, but it was. that's normally what we expect. Yes. So then when you start getting into the weekly grind of everything, like, okay, how much are you reusing? How many shots are you going to uh, bring back? How many like random steel shots can we get of somebody looking derpy? You know, I, I don't think they're going to do that because I know for a fact this is a tough time. And I wish that there was like more viewership numbers that I could pull up because uh Jujutsu Kaisen I think came back yesterday or the day before. Yeah. I it's recently back to you. It's taking L's to bleach. <laughs> we'll see. You know. We'll 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 see what. We'll, <laughs> we'll know by next week. We'll for see what sure. we'll, we'll, what? <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. Yeah, playing with me? Get out of here. Ain't nobody playing. We'll see. Not playing with me. I, 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 like, I and it's not that you. I don't think it's bad. I, I don't think Jujutsu Kaisen is bad. Um, I just know who his daddy is. But anyway. Um, wow. <laughs> All right. You know, and uh, you just got yeah. One. Okay. So last uh, little topic I want to get on before we get off here. 
So the other part about this pair podcast that has been a little bit difficult for me, I have not been finding as many animes that like just pull me in. Yeah. Uh, outside of Hell's Paradise, which I do enjoy a lot, um, I, I can't wait to have like a, a deep dive on, on that series and kind of approach it from a couple perspectives. Um, we don't like inundate you or, or talk all the time about our faith or anything like that, but I really want to talk about that episode, uh, about that series through the lens of somebody that uh, has faith and all this other stuff because it is so well executed in terms of like the desires and just how people have desires how people have things that they want how people have things that they're um trying to do and 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 and, um like what they want to succeed at like what are our at at base yeah like what do you let your instincts do? And I think it's a, an amazing uh, execution of that. And I, I can't wait to talk to you guys about that. Um, and like a lot of the other animes that we watch, we just haven't gotten around to them yet. Not because we don't think they're going to be good, but it's just been like a rough time because I feel like the quality of anime overall is really not low, but like it ain't as it ain't as plentiful as it was when. I started because I could find more than a handful of animes that are classics. And I don't feel like there are many that are slipping to that level. There are some that are pushing their way up there, whether it's uh Mobsu Gundam, you know, the witch of Mercury that that's really, really dope. Um, ranking of Kings, um, which we got to get back on. I can't rent wait. a girlfriend. Yes. Amazing. For, for, for like the trash anime, uh, Olympics in terms of, like the relationship ones, which most people might call like, or I call them mid tier. For me, they're mid tier. Really? Um, I find them so well. Not all of them. I find that one and a couple others very cute. Um, because like it's just how do you do relationships in the way that they're doing these relationships? As y'all know, my number one all time internal relationship is always going to be Rascal Does Not Dream, Bunny Girl, Sunfire. Yeah. I will tell you to watch that to the to, to cows come home. Mm-hmm. Um. And it's not really about the relationships. It's more about how they mm, how they use adolescence as a metaphor and as a vehicle um, to accentuate their characters and everything else. But overall, it's just really hard for me to find a lot of anime that I'm like, okay, the quality is is up here. It's staying up here. It, it's like a, a bungo stray dogs or something mm-hmm. like that. Like the story is not rushed. The animation um, is good. It's not just relying yeah. on cheesy, quick, common tropes to get through, yeah. which a lot of them that that I've been trying to get into, like just are. It's yeah. just and like it's and, it's and, and I also break down why I think Jobless Reincarnation is trash one of these days. Yeah, outside of the other mediums where I've just broken it down, like I, it's not that I don't think the story itself could be good. Mm-hmm. There's just a lot of. Uh, uh, there's a lot that I'm wanting in terms of their character development that I don't think that they did um, the same way that there is absolutely no character development in um, the time I got reincarnated as the world's greatest assassin or whatever it's called. Like we started oh, out no. with high hopes. No, no, no. The world's greatest assassin gets reincarnated as an aristocrat. 
Okay. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yes, we did start off with high hopes despite and then, red flags. Like, just <laughs> checked a lot of stuff and it was like, nope. But anyway, we've done enough waffling. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Nintendo Life, old Alex. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so all in all, we enjoyed the Spider Man movie. Bleach is. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I ain't got to say much. <laughs> Matter of fact, I ain't got to say nothing. Don't. And if your bunkai don't have a space in between, it ain't the real bunkai. It's not. Anyway. Like, if you just be like, bunkai. It ain't right. What is that? It ain't real. Like, who is that? It's not the real one. All like, right. You got to pause. <laughs> um, But yeah, we appreciate y'all. Uh, she's back. I mean, it's summer, so she's off from her day job for a little bit, so... <laughs> I'll be able to uh, pull her in and do until more my spaceship comes in, um, so to speak. And then we're gonna uh, get way more consistent. We're gonna watch all the stuff that we need to watch. Uh, Teach me, Senpai is gonna come back. Uh, we have two episodes already recorded of we're taking uh, BSG Bob Sturdy Girl through Ranking of Kings. Uh, we got the first two episodes that I'm gonna throw up here at some point, or just like scrap and re-record. But <laughs> who knows? Uh, I appreciate y'all for rocking with us. Make sure you go to youtube.com slash Icarus Gray. Um, yes, indeed. Check out the content. Check out the music. Check out the album. I guarantee you it'll be, like I said, soundtrack for your summer. Uh, it's a honeysuckle summer out here. Um, What's the name of that album again? Gray Matter. That's the right. Gray Gray Matter. Matter. So go and check that out. Icarus Gray, Gray Matter. Anywhere that you can listen to music, I be there. Um, I be the pappy. Um, uh-uh. <laughs> and I'm now life riffing. All right. So yeah, uh, I would say do your thing, but I'm gonna just tell y'all all of the links to the socials and all that good stuff is down in the description. There we go. Uh, so go check us out. Follow me, uh, and uh, just see what we got coming up. I appreciate y'all. A one and a two and a peace. Cause Kirby says Hi. it's dangerous. Go along. So I choose you guys until next time.